All right, so welcome back. I am Jason Yerusi of Yerusi Holdings, a multifamily investment firm here in Nashville, Tennessee. And this is our weekly webinar. Today's topic is talking about the state of the student housing market, uh, where we are, uh, what can be expected, and potentially um, what we may see next. So great report that came out from uh, Fannie Mae just uh, this month here, really just talking about the state of the to, uh, 2022 off-campus student housing update. Now, although we have seen, we'll say, tremendous rent growth, not only in the multifamily sector, but also record highs um, for student housing for the 2022 semester in terms of rent per bed, um, there's been a lot of things that have really been constraining student housing for really the past decade. Uh, it's really it's enduring the same supply chain issues, the same labor issues that we are seeing coming out of the gate for, of course, multifamily. So ultimately, there's a narrative that during recessions, uh, we tend to see, or at least uh, predominantly in the past, we've seen steady increase of people staying in school longer or going back to school in recessions because they're trying to find more ways to be qualified to come back out here to the job market, right? To, to, to have a better basis to compete out there in a, in a more dynamic market. Um, what's happened here over really the last, give or take, six, seven, eight, nine years, we've actually seen the number of deliveries come down. And that means that the number of student housing projects um, that have been put forth have really t t trended to go off course. Reason being is that over the last couple of years, uh, the amount of new enrollments um, has been steadily decreasing. It's been steadily declining, it's steadily going down. At the same time, the price for college has dramatically gone up. And as you've seen this here, it's pushed more people to forego, prolong, or just really stay away from um, going back to school. And we're gonna continue to see this if anything has been uh, true for the course. And even as the number of units available continue to trick off and put more um, constraint on the student housing supply, it's, it's going to take more time to really fit the narrative for people to want to come back to school. A big drop off in this, of course, was when, um, of course, I had COVID, where we saw the large drop off, actually the annual asking rents and year over year asking rent for growth at off-campus student housing bed. Uh, declined dramatically, no-brainer, at the uh, beginning and onset of COVID. We saw this tip all the way down and then really springboard back up in 2021 to over 8% uh, rent growth. So for the year ending 2021, the asking rents per bed at off-campus student housing properties were estimated at approximately $943 per bed compared to $871 in 2020. That's from uh, RealPage Inc., that's an increase of $72 per bed between 2020 and 2021, which again is a record high. And it's much higher than the average annual increase of $32 per bed all the way back from 2013. So the 2021 rate was a return to more normalized increase uh, after asking rents had really just only increased by $4 per bed during 2022 and really stemming from the uh, lack of demand that came on uh, from the pandemic. So as we go forward here, you know, we're gonna continue to see declining enrollments 
And on the other side, rising tuitions, which are going to continue to soften demand. According to the uh, data from RealPage Inc., since 2013, weighted tuition growth, which includes both in-state and out-of-state tuition costs, has risen at a much faster rate than enrollment growth each year. In fact, weighted tuition for 2021 was approximately 2.5% compared to enrollment growth of 1% during that same period. Um, even during the onset of COVID in 2020, weighted tuition growth still managed to outgrow enrollment growth, abate slightly uh, as even most institutions even just froze and delayed their tuition increases. So amazing to see that we continue to have tuition growth really just accelerate and exceed um, enrollment. So it's going to make that, that student housing developers are going to have to continue to be... Uh, frivolous or thrifty or open or opportunistic of what they can do with these opportunities. What we have seen on our side is we've actually seen a big, big push in regards to communities or student housing developments being transitioned into multifamily developments and uh, basically taking this into market rate opportunities. This happened in a, in a lot of areas where the areas have been supply constrained, dramatically supply constrained in terms of the number of multifamily units available where they're having the same issues from a point of building, building costs, labor issues. And on that said, it's really hurt for the fact that they can't get new units on, uh, on fast enough to keep up with the demand and to keep up with really just the trend in, in the acceleration of rent growth. So what we're finding is that they're taking multifamily or actually taking student housing and repositioning student housing. So a lot of student housing is really uh, by the bed driven. So you may have a unit with uh, four beds in there and they're going in there and converting that into two units, maybe two two-bedroom units if the layout works right, or two one and two-bedroom units here. So they're dramatically increasing the number of units per property here and then transitioning over to a market rate property. We're seeing that um, in a lot of places out there. So as you think about the opportunity in student housing, um, there is going to be a, a tipping point here where we're going to continue to need uh, some, some point of output. And we've seen most of that need really targeted to the southeast. Um, supply underway for select uni universities for the fall of 2022 with expected beds for this year. Um, Virginia Tech leading the way at, at 1920. Um, University of Florida at 1672, all the way down to Georgia State University at 741. Um, really, with the majority of these uh, properties happening in southeastern states, uh, with albeit uh, Michigan comes out, Northern Arizona University, um, and Indiana University, and University of Washington are four of the list that do not happen in the southeast with the majority. University of Florida, Virginia Tech University, uh, University of North Carolina, Clemson University, South Florida, Texas, Austin, Maryland, Auburn, um, George Mason, Georgia, Georgia State, really taking up the bulk of where we're seeing a ton of that supply come on board. So ask yourself today, if you are looking at the student housing market, how can you be most proficient to offer a product that's going to allow you to sustain, to keep up with the, uh, the, the need for the supply? However, the uh, inability to match 
um, growth with the impending growth of tuition. All right, so I'm Jason Urussi of Urussi Holdings. Each week we bring you great topics targeted to the apartment sector, the multifamily sector, how you can use this and utilize this information in your core business. If you want to learn more about us, go down there below, click uh, on the link, learn more. You can find us at urussiholdings.com. You can find us about everything we're doing, what we're working on. Thank you very much.